exactly. <laughs> it's well, wonderful. Welcome back, everybody. Is, here we are again. But well, we got a special uh, guest, Jeff Tomko, the jujitsu master. What 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 rank are you right now? Oh, wait, what's, what's, your, what's your belt? Yeah. What what, what belt do you got? Like a 32, 34, actually 30, 32. Yeah, you've lost weight. Yeah. 12 pounds for this. <laughs> well, what are you? Like green? You double? You're du- I think you're like, what? Quadruple black belt? This is close to getting blue. Like, so, okay. What's a, okay. What, what is it again? I'm, it goes, a, I'm on a four. So it goes white to so white, blue, white, blue, purple, brown, then black. How long is the progression? Like, how long does it take for you to say get to from white to blue? Uh, consistency, probably you're looking at anywhere from a year to two years, maybe. Oh. So it's, it's so, slow, it's tedious, it's painful. Uh, you're okay. You're 50 years old. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. And you're, you're, how often are you training like this? How often are you training uh, jujitsu? Uh, perfectly probably three or four days a week. I would do that. Anything more than it just probably just wears me down to where I can't even move. Is your body all mangled? But, yeah, it hurts, man. Shit hurts. Can I curse or no? Yeah. Why? Why? I mean, why? We're gonna ground you. <laughs> uh, what's up, Roger? Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, Roger. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Jeff. You, so, what's what's hurting right now? Like, are you when you're going to train? Are you coming home like hobbling? Or are you coming home on like a gurney? Or are you crawling? No, I landed all awkwardly on my neck the other day, and right now I got a shoulder that's sticking out right now you got a shoulder so i got sleeping, sleeping like this turning tossing stuff like that the legs everything else feels okay for for right now so you just had your first tournament or you you, you participated in your first one well, well, I, I didn't come on to be interviewed i didn't know i was the uh the I'm guest cur- well i'm curious about you i, I want to know more about you is that a bad thing uh-huh. all right well you know what fine well, here's, here's what we'll do instead of that we'll go let's take a peek at what's shaking on jeff's instagram at jeff tomko we got <laughs> We got here, Jeff. He looks. We got him. He looks very happy. You don't look like you're gonna cry or anything. Where did Mike go? No, look at the look at the sweat on the chin. I'm still here. Check that out, Mike. Where'd you go? That's good. I'm still here. I don't know where my face went, but I'm here. All right, we're gonna change that. Even, even he's bored right. with this topic. So hey. no, no, no. You stop that. No, man. I want to know about this. It's, yeah. Uh, see, it's look, crazy. You're, you're doing this. You see the sweat on my chin right there. I want to know what's happening in this picture. I want to know. Why you look like I don't know, like kind of. That's like, a twelve on my. That was a twelve on my whoop right there. So okay, so okay, we're going through Jeff Tomko's Instagram right now. We're seeing what's what. So and here he is. This is what your pet. Pet squirrel. Uh, all right. So my, uh, are you training here specifically? Are you training specifically for MMA? Like, do you have a, a program that you follow? No, nah, pretty much just something I put together just to uh, to kill the time in the gym. Okay, and it's kind of what, I would what made say you get into this? Of, what's that? What made you like, get who's, into this? Who's you can't see anybody talking. Uh, we, no. Wait, how? Huh? Why y'all ganging up on me now? I'm curious as to I'm curious about <laughs> you, man. I mean, can, why well, is that such a bad thing? Look at all those tabs. All right, I'm all right. Mike's, Mike's question. Okay, let me get Mike's question first. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I got into it because we did a, we did a story ah. a while back on one of the. Oh, man. No, what are you doing? Didn't do anything. Anyway, <laughs> this is why we go from 100 people to like five. <laughs> this is why. 
But anyway, so we're going through. So you did, you did, you did a story on it. And you got into it. You wanted to try it out. Did a story on it. Went to the studio. I said, try it out one day. Loved and, it. And this is you here Popped too. Popped the second day. Do you do you feel like this is? Um, you look kind of. I wouldn't want to tang, tussle with you in the old uh, mat. I feel like you look really like a, a serial killer right there. Like you have those eyes that just. <laughs> You know, that's good, right? That's are you trying to are you trying to intimidate future opponents with these? <laughs> Jeff's not having a good time. <laughs> She's not having a good time. And what's this? This is what uh, from the Charlotte Flair interview. So Jeff went down to Florida and uh, covered a, a Charlotte Fa- a Flair shoot. And um, you know, when I look at this from this perspective, this is really a bad Instagram site. Why? Oh, here it is. This is my favorite one. Your nipple. That's a 50-year-old nipple. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. 50 years and 0 and 1, too. And there it is. The old Z-Raz comment. <laughs> All right. I'll stop. <laughs> I thought it was good. But, okay, so <laughs> your body isn't mangled or anything anymore because I know that for a while you were really hurting. Your shoulders were all busted up. And was that from... Uh, Hello, how's it going? Teresa? Is it Teresa? I think Teresa. I got that one right. How do you say the last name? Go ahead, Jeff. Try it. Barnasova. Yeah, I think I could have got that one. Um, so, okay. Because I know there was time when we were putting together the last issue of Muscle and Fitness for a while, Jeff was like really hurting. He was basically like like a mummy. Like When I'd see him, he'd be like all kind of like bandaged up and just couldn't really walk so well. And uh, I'm not shocked though, because I mean, you're banging... You know, you're clanging around in there and you're banging bones, bone to bone. And even though you're probably training not to injure somebody, I'm sure it's real difficult. No, right? it just happens when you're slow, old, not talk- in great shape. Oh, so you're talking and everyone about- else is half your age flying right by you. Talking you're- about your opponents. They're old and slow. Exactly. Yeah. Every day. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's cool. All right. So let's do this. Uh, now that we've had uh, a little bit of fun, I guess we'll call it fun, right? We can call it fun. Uh, I do want to jump that into something that's that was fun for me. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for those who don't know, so December 11th is when uh, Sean Perrine passed away in 2017. Sean Perrine was the uh, he was a VP at Muscle & Fitness. He was the editor-in-chief for a long time and uh, just probably one of the most amazing people. He's really fantastic. And I got to grow really close to Sean. I met him in 2008 or two, uh, 2009 or 2010 when I moved from the East Coast to Los Angeles to work at the Weir offices out there. And we remained friends and kept in touch. And he pulled me back to Muscle and Fitness in about 2015. And I got to be really work really closely with him. And it was fantastic. But crazy, you know. Sean passed away at age 51 of lung cancer, and it was real quick, kind of just came in, and uh, it was just so fast, right? I mean, it's, it, it was probably a problem for a long time for him, but mm-hmm. it was, um, you know, he, was, he, he hit it really well. He didn't really like to, to talk about it, and uh, yeah, he got just real sick, stopped coming to work. He got really, he couldn't train, which was like the thing he loved to do most. But it's nuts, right? Like, 51 years old, the guy lived his life so 
dedicated and clean to training and, and eating right. You know, he didn't eat garbage. I remember there, there was, a, he got pizza for everybody once because there was times where it was really, it could be a real difficult place, especially, you know, as staff cuts would happen, the work would kind of keep piling up because we weren't replacing people. So there, we just, the same amount of work or more would just be distributed amongst who was left. And Sean, you know, I told him, like, dude, people are just, they're hurting, man. Do you, you know, we got to do something. He's like, all right, all right, you know, I'm going to get some pizza or something. Okay. And he got everybody pizza. And I remember he flipped open the box, kind of stared at it for a while. <sighs> Grabbed a piece, put it on a plate, put it on a plate, walked into his office, shut the door. And then, like, minutes later, door opens. He walks out, pizza's still in his hand on the plate. And he puts it right back. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just, he just couldn't do it. He just, that it wasn't something he was interested in. I, I, and you know, he did come to my wedding and I saw him have fun and dance and he did drink. I think he drank a glass of wine, which was like, Oh my God. But the point is the guy really lived healthy and clean. And he was a real great advocate for mm-hmm. this type of lifestyle. Um, and you know, um, hang on truth. Well, I'll pull you back. Uh, I'm not going to read that just yet, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, so it's nuts, right? So the guy eats clean and, and does everything you're supposed to do. And he dies at 51. And I mean, it was just crazy how, how rough it was. And, um, yeah, I don't know. So it's just, I can't believe it. 2017. It's just so weird. It feels so strange that it's been this long. And, um, you know, there's a couple mm-hmm. of, uh, I'll jump on Sean's page a little bit. Uh, this is him, you know. Uh, I mean, the guy like this is Jesus. I know, right? Just crazy lean. I mean, he was, he just was, and this is what 50, 51 years old. I mean, he just was, I don't know. He just lived it, man. He loved it. He loved to train. I don't even think he trained with headphones in. He didn't train with his phone. Like, that was his time. And, just you know and he stopped being really yeah right here i'm not fond of selfies he really kind of got a little bit irritated with the industry toward the end too he just felt it was moving in a direction that wasn't enough about health and wellness and it was more about just kind of being what's the word just just all about like the selfies and just self-promotion yep. and it got real tough for him um so yeah, just uh, you know, this is him with with the. I mean, there's a, those are a million pictures, by the way, of him with countless folks. Uh, he was and he had relationships with a lot of them too. Like, you know, he wasn't just a guy that you know. Oh, you know, he would he knew the Rock and they talked training. And Sean was just so easy to talk to. He was buddies with like Triple H and Batista and and you know, and he just but he never really. It wasn't important to him. Do you know what I mean? He never really. He didn't care. It wasn't like anything to like hang his hat on. He just, uh, mm-hmm. he was, he had no guy. ego. He didn't. Right. And we all worked with him. Um, and you know, we all knew him and it was, I don't know. I, I don't know anybody that had a negative thing to say about him. You know, no, he really didn't like confrontation, which is partly in some ways that was what my job would be. Cause he just didn't want to deal with it. Understandably. Cause he had a lot more pressure on him. But, you know, he, um, yeah, he was just so easygoing. He also understood that, you know, as much as I enjoy what I'm doing, and I think we all do, it, it's not like saving lives, you know, like it's, 
at the end of the day, it's like we were putting together websites and magazines and stuff like that. And he understood that. He was also really cool about just letting people be adults. If you want to take a day off, take the day off. If you want to go do your, Mm -hmm. go do something, go do it. But, um, yeah, like, uh, there's a couple of areas with Chris Pratt and, uh, this is when he took over men's fitness. I mean, there was a while that or there, he was, Sean Perrine was running the international, uh, you know, getting the, all those magazines out, the international magazines, and uh, the men's fitness, muscle and fitness, hers, flex, all when they were separate publications, and and all the digital sites. So he, um, man, he was. Was that the time the Guardians of the Galaxy right there? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I'm not sure. But I do like, so there was, so we were talking about that. I think it was up here. There was him at the, where is he? At the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere. It's around here someplace. Yes, bear with me. Uh, Who cares? Anyway. I remember I would, he'd be at deadline for the magazine craze. And I'd ask him a question about something in the hallway and he would go on for 45 minutes having this conversation, um, even though he had so much more work to do, like yeah. everybody's time was important. And he always yeah. wanted to to talk and shoot the shit with people. And he was the editor in chief. He didn't need to be that way. Um, no. But it was really something special. Yeah. And he, you know, he really enjoyed it. And he would spend, he did a lot of work on the covers, although there was, you know, graphic designers and stuff like that. That was, he was really talented in that way too he was a really good artist and yeah he would work on the covers really he would really take a lot of pride in doing that and um yeah here he is at that uh that event that i didn't want to go to <laughs> the guardians of the galaxy one there's, there's mike simone See, mike all, simone could have been you yeah he did all the uh, all the interviews and look, he, he, he probably did a much better job than i would have done he did he did, did a good sure job he did a good job I, I wouldn't be able to do a good job i'm terrible at that but uh yeah, it's, you know, it, it's just crazy, dude, that this is where we're at. And, you know, there he is. This was at the AMI offices. Man, is this a nice picture of the AMI offices? Because you don't actually see the floor, which was uh, <laughs> our, on our floor, which was floor four. It was just disgusting. Oh, God, it was just <laughs> wretched. And, uh, yeah, Roger loved talking to him and Rick Collins at the Arnold and uh, hearing their story. Yeah, man. Yeah, they were, in, they were always willing to – Sean especially was always willing to give – people his time in fact at one olympia he he told me he's like i need to be you know on time for this so i need you to you know make sure that i'm i don't i don't stop i was like okay he stopped every two seconds to say hi to somebody or to go give them a hug or to just say whatever because he just knew everybody he'd been around so long but yeah so the, the the offices were just filth it was just i when i first got there Drove cross country from uh, California, and shortly thereafter, uh, a they wipe out all of shape. So I'm literally on one side of the the building, basically all to myself. And I look over, and there's a mouse just run, there's mice just running around on the office floors. Oh, oh, that was beautiful. But yeah, so there I am with uh, this is post Olympia. This is. <laughs> This is after he did the, um, I think this is after he did the commentary for the Olympia. Oh man, did he not have a good time doing that? He 
hated it. He didn't want to do it, but kind of, I just don't think there was a way out of it for him. You know, he was so busy that he didn't even have time to, there was no rehearsal at that point. He was just kind of winging it. And it's, it's not like he got a chance to go do any research. So he was relying on us and we were putting stuff together at breakneck speed. And some of it wasn't, (laughs) some of it wasn't even accurate. Oh God. Yeah. So that was, uh, Sean and me with Bill Heath. There he is. I think he won that year. And then there we are again. So anyway, I just wanted to say that, uh, a bummer man and i miss him i miss him a lot yep sean is uh and it, for those who don't who aren't familiar with him you know you can find i'm sure you can find a lot of his ed letters and i'm, I'm trying to work on that where i can just put them all in pdfs for people who want to either download them or or take a look at them from oh, musicians awesome. magazine because he really did have a lot of good things to say and you know he's missed and every year i just um can't believe it so yeah, it'll be tomorrow is uh, when we found out the news, and it was just a terrible, awful day. So there's that. Now I'm bummed out again. Yeah. Let's oh. go back to the asteroid story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed it talking <laughs> yesterday about how I just read this article about how an asteroid is going to come hit the Earth at the end of December. So that's cool. Yeah. I don't know why I have this. Just this one thing. Just like I have the Superman curl right now. It's just... <laughs> Can't get it out of my face. Um, yeah, so that's cool. So who cares, right? Like, the asteroid's going to come get us, and then that's that. So that's fun. So hope, hope, you, hope you do well so your tournament, Jeff. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> now. so, all right. So we'll, the point is I just wanted to, to bring that up because it it's important to me. I think anybody that, that knew Sean Perrine would say the same, that it, he was just a solid dude, and he'll be missed. And part of the industry died when he died. Yeah, four years already. I know it's been a while and it definitely, it definitely did. And, you know, in his, in the position he was in, which I, I said before was just insanely stressful. Just, he had so much to, to deal with. I still would, you know, there was times where he was just like, not, you know, oh man, I don't know. Like if I want to push for this and, and I don't know, I, I understood it after a while. Why? Like, you know, he really was good at picking his battles and, you know, his advice to me sometimes was just make a decision to move on. Don't harp on stuff. Who cares? And this was even before he got sick. And when he got sick, um, you know, specifically the last time we spoke, um, yeah, that was, we texted, but the last time we spoke was, it was really upbeat. You know, he was, he was going to, told me he was going to beat it. He wanted to beat this cancer and he was going to, he really wanted to just go right. He wanted to move upstate and just get a place by a stream. This is his words by a stream and just right. And just enjoy nature and just enjoy life and mm-hmm. move away from, you know, spending so much time at, at work or worrying about things that in the end don't really matter. So yeah, I wish he got that opportunity, but yeah, he didn't. And, I mean, he was somebody who poured his heart into that job. I mean, he was there. He would show up to work late. He'd show up to the offices at noon sometimes, but he'd stay there until 9. Hey, the truth, sorry, man. Talking about uh, Sean Perrine, if you don't know him. So, 
So Sean Perrine is uh there he is. Let's see. You know, he was the uh, former editor in chief, former VP at uh, everything, man. Flex, Muscle, Hers, Men's Fitness for a while, um, International. Just a real solid guy. Lived. Just, you know, he didn't, he just lived it. He didn't always just talk about it, but he did get, you know, he just, but he also never shamed anybody for the way that they wanted to. Like some of his friends who I know, um, would talk to him all the time about how they would, you know, they enjoy taking ayahuasca or, you know, eating mushrooms or something like that. And he just thought it was funny because it was so different than him. It was so opposite of the way he lived. Yeah, well, I haven't answered your question because I'm busy. I'm busy talking about Sean, who right now is, is the more important topic. I'm sorry. We'll get, I'll get there, man. Hang on for a sec. Jeez, cut me some slack. So... Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. I just wanted to say that uh, he's missed. Anybody who's not familiar with him, please try to familiar, uh, familiarize yourself with him. He's really a great uh, – he just had a lot of good things to say. And he was a real solid dude, and I'm hoping that, uh, you know, when things get rough, I hope that I can – I do like to think about him and just try to, you know, remind myself to be a better person. And I have his head cut out. Not the real one, but I have his head cut out like a picture. I used to have it in my office at work. Now it's in my home gym. So I do get to see him every day. So that's cool. Uh, so, all right. Anyway. Oh, that's not nice. That's not nice, sir. So that's all right. But we care about him. We care about him here. Cool. He was a big part of muscle and fitness. So if you don't, that's fine. All right. The truth, what do we got here? So let me see. Okay, thoughts on powerlifting legend and Delray. Dude, I don't know, but you got a thing for this guy, right? Doesn't he always ask about this dude? Yeah. I don't the know. Delray Misfits, uh, check those guys out on YouTube because it's, it's ridiculous, but um, I have, I don't know what he's actually asking. They still make Mont Liver? I don't, I'm not as. For, I'm not as familiar with those guys as I'm not at all. I'm not, I'm not either, but like, uh, but here's the thing, man. How many people do you know? Like I knew, you know, old timey people that would just pound booze and like smoke cigars or eat bacon all day. And like, they would last till like in their hundreds. And yet you got a guy like Sean who does it as, who does it as best he can. Uh, and you know, 51, he's, he's gone. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I don't even know how it's possible. Fuck, the world's weird. <laughs> you know, it's unfair. I don't know. But, <laughs> Jeff, you, wait, I can't even, when's the last time anybody here had malt liquor? Had to be 16, $4 a box, $4 a six pack. Damn, dude. I want to say. Sophomore year high school. I want to say for me, I think I can actually remember. I think it was 2005. Oh, wait, Old English is malt liquor, isn't it? Yeah. So Jeff's like, oh, last then, uh, about 20, 22 hours? Uh, <laughs> 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 no, yeah, so 2005, because I remember drinking some, being like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I'm going to drink cheap beer. But then later on, I got into better beer, I think. Better beer for me, but maybe not for my body. 
Um, yeah, but that stuff's gross. Yeah, gets dude, you fucked up though. Sure it does. I mean, I think that's why people uh, people drink it. All right. Do anybody? F- okay. Here's something I saw on BBC. So New Zealand is banning cigarettes for future generations. So if you were born after 2008, you're not going to be able to buy cigarettes or tobacco products. But you will. Here's the crazy thing, right? But crack and meth is going to be heavily discounted for people. So that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, but how, but I mean, look, is, okay. So it's kind of weird, right? Because everybody, I would assume anybody on this website or anybody listening to this knows that tobacco isn't great for you, right? But is this the way to do it? Just totally ban it? Because look, I also feel, couldn't we apply this to other substances? Like, couldn't we apply this to say, like, um, you know, like anabolic steroids, right? People know Mm -hmm. that taking them in in some way probably isn't going to be good for them. However, if they do it properly, like there's ways to do it. And also, shouldn't it be their choice? So like, isn't it kind of the same thing, even though it's two different substances? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And the problem with banning it is you create a black market for it. Right. People aren't just going to stop smoking. They're just going to get it through illegal means. Yeah. I think in Seattle, right, they're, they're actually, they, they removed some taxes on marijuana because the black mm-hmm. market was just cleaning yep. house, I guess. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I was reading this and I'm like, look, I, I think obviously, you know, cancer is a huge <laughs> problem, but I don't know. But how isn't much it, is now? How much? 10 bucks to 10 bucks? It's got to be like 10, 15, right? I guess it depends. I think it depends where you live, right? So you live in New York City, you live in Manhattan, you're going to be paying top dollar. But I mean, if you're in like Topeka, I don't know, maybe you'll pay a little less. But (laughs) the point being like, is it good to ban that stuff? Why, like, why wouldn't, shouldn't somebody have, if they want to buy it, shouldn't they be able to, even if it's not good for them? Not all at once, yeah, please. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm for legalizing pretty much everything. I don't think any you should end up in jail if you get caught with cocaine or, or other things that aren't hurting other people. Um, but yeah, I mean, banning something just makes people want it more. Right, exactly. And that's, I don't know, that was, that was the whole thing. So I get what they're going for, right? Like you want to help future generations not get addicted to cigarettes or not have all the horrible outcomes from it. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's It's... Like the article says, this is on BBC, um, that, you know, is met with mixed reactions. And I can kind of see why. Like, I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, I don't, as Jeff just, you know, A, I don't really get it, but I also am not going to spend that much money on it. But I don't know, man. Like, if you want to go spend your money on that, go ahead. Like, you know, if you want to go spend your money on whatever, whether it's, you know, people buy all types of dumb shit. Like I have, I buy dumb stuff all the time. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. It was just weird. And I, I didn't know how to feel about it. So. I mean, don't think you're banning. When you're banning it, all you're doing is taking revenue away from the state because you're going to find avenues A, B, and C to go find it elsewhere. So it's. Yep. Yeah. But they I mean, really can't like, serve themselves in a way, but and maybe it, not. But isn't it easy? Like, but can't you grow it yourself? Like, it seems like uh, there's plenty of literature out there you could grow your own tobacco if you wanted to like i don't know so they're banning all tobacco products like cigars banned yeah if i want a hookah i can't do that yeah that's even crazier so i understand cigarettes with like 
toxins and shit in there, but regular tobacco, like that's kind of crazy. So right here, we'll ban the sale of tobacco in its next generation in a bid to eventually phase it out. So anyone born after 2008, I mean, I don't know. That's uh. And do they grow tobacco there? Are they going to be putting tobacco farmers out of business? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> how, much, how much research do you think I did into this? I just saw it. I mean, and I look, and I know that some people, trust me, uh, I, I got the message. Some people just really want to talk about bodybuilding. Well, there's plenty of outlets to go do that. Uh, that sometimes will come up and it's topics we'll cover. But you know what? I find general health and wellness stuff just as interesting. I think it, like the we were talking about microplastics. Somebody had a problem with that, I think, the other day. I think it's interesting how it's changing our, our cells, how it's, it's not good for our cells. So how do we, how do we combat that? You know, do we, plastics, I I don't know. I know that there's a push to phase them out by certain countries and certain places, but is it almost easier at this point just to come up with other ways to kind of correct that? Because we're not going to get rid of them. I mean, if they're already on the top of Mount Everest all the way down to like, you know, the pits of hell, like, uh, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. Let me see. You guys know, anybody know, are you familiar with this Invictus games? So I believe so. Okay. Use the power of sport, inspire recovery, support rehabilitation and general wider understanding of respect for wounded, injured and sick servicemen and women. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. Somebody I know, I don't even know the exact job they did, but they do, but they brought this up to my, my wife about maybe she might go down and shoot that for them, for their, for their company. And I was like, that actually seems kind of cool. Like, it seems like something that I think it's next April, but I, I'd never heard of it. Um, but that's because I never leave the house. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it could be kind of interesting and kind of cool and, you know, anything we can do to, like, give some of these folks, yeah. uh, you know, some love would be uh, pretty great. So, yeah, yeah. These guys are crazy athletes, too. Yeah, dude. For sure. You know? Yeah. Look at that. I mean, I can't even carry a ball like that. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I had no jokes sometimes. Jesus. Uh, all right. So, look at this. I don't watch Sex in the City. Uh, oh, I saw this one. I've seen it. Well, I've seen it, obviously. Like, I used to have a girlfriend in high school who was obsessed with it. But I didn't even know that there was um, a reboot or whatever, or like a continuation. But this dude, uh, sorry here, spoiler alert for anybody who likes this, this show, uh, the new show. But this guy, Mr. Big, dies on a Peloton. He has a heart attack on a Peloton. It's like... Why wouldn't they just, you know, I thought people were dying on that by like, weren't kids getting like mowed, mowed over on those things? Or like, weren't they getting sucked on into it? Yeah. Yeah. So, man, yeah, exactly. He better not be going. Well, he's past 2008, but this dude dies on a Peloton, I guess. First of all, what a, what a gig, huh? Hey man, you want to show up and be part of all the promos? And then like episode one or whatever, after his thousandth ride, boom. Kill you off on a fucking Peloton. What a way to go. So I don't know. I'm sure. And I don't, I think Peloton knew they were going to be in the episode too, but they didn't know somebody was going to die using it. 
<laughs> That's the gist I, I got. Know. I guess you kind of keep that keep that uh, secret. Like, yeah, we really want to. Uh, what's up, Vedant? We really want to showcase Peloton in our TV show. It's gonna we're gonna show we're gonna show the bike. We're gonna show this and that, and then uh, no, by that time they're probably like, oh, it's so awesome. But they don't ask what the storyline is. Yeah, he's gonna do a right. thousand rides, and his heart's gonna explode. Like uh, <laughs> so, a real Black Friday for him, man. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you watch that show? You watched the and just like that, you saw the episode, Mike. I didn't. I didn't see it. No, I read about it yeah. because the, the Peloton thing. But yeah, I'm sure Peloton was like, "Damn, man, we're trying to move away from the whole Peloton killing people. killing people thing." Like we're already catching some heat uh you know understandably but good lord oh man that's uh here's another thing they could have just used a spin bike i don't understand why they it's a peloton you know because it's uh you know they're all it's just like friends like they, they they who knows what they did for their jobs but they had this like enormous or like beautiful apartment in manhattan yeah and it's like uh uh Views on Valerie. I don't even know what that is. Can you explain it to me? Like I'm five. Do you know what that is, Jeff? Are you even paying attention? Look, you're not even paying attention. You don't care. I'm not. I'm not reading. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, dude, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> he's all high strung because he's hurt. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, dude, to talk. Uh, yeah. Talk to me about uh, what's going on with the Brazilian fans and what happened. Fill me in. I don't know. Well, no, I was asking the Dent. The don, the we have a bodybuilding correspondent we can go to, or? This is our guy, man. He's always telling us about what's going on in bodybuilding. The truth is also, he's into bodybuilding, but he kind of, he really into like, he likes who he likes, you know what I mean? So, and retired and maniac and cares nothing. Retired yeah. maniac cares nothing about anybody because he's maniacal. Very hardcore that's the first i've ever seen that guy but roger's always solid all right oh okay that's okay okay so this is the thing man like this is where you can't win anymore you can't win period you give an opinion on anything and somebody's gonna have a problem with it especially you know and you know i don't know I don't want to say, I don't want to go into that because it'll really rile people up, but there are certain pundits or correspondents or people that are paid to give a critique or it's part of what they do. And when they do it, it bothers people, you know, unless it's like a Steve Weinberger, who's a big, you know, a big wig judge, that's totally different. But if you have former competitors or people that are, you know, that are in the, in the game, yeah, exactly. You can't. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, so that, that even if it's an unpopular opinion, right? And I don't know exactly what he said, but uh, he he. But was he critiquing his performance or his physique or something like that? All right, hold on. We got some more coming in. Okay, Gabe Kirkland uh, and fans from Brazil. Oh, so that's the thing. It's like, you know. Let me see here. All right. He said, you'll never be a winner. Be Chris. And you'll never be shown. Okay. So that's, but that's his opinion. Like, so what? Like, you know, it's fine. Like, and, and if you don't agree with it, that's totally cool. But do you have to, 
send the guy death threats? Do you know what I mean? Do you, why can't it just be like, hey, I don't agree with you, uh, asshole. <laughs> like, why can't you just do what we used to do and call people names? <laughs> um, well, what's the whole uh, people are hiding behind a keyboard? Yeah. You know, uh, there's no repercussions to sending death threats anymore. No. And that's the thing, too. Like, but, but it's also there's also this, right? Especially not in competition. Not everybody wants to be friends. And some people, look what Arnold used to do, man. Arnold used to sit there and tear down. Look at Pumping Iron. He used to sit there and tear people down and, like, break them down psychologically and manipulate them into into being self-conscious or, or just lose confidence. So, okay. Mike, what's that? You know that better than me. Yes, I saw eyes. Yes. He gets mood swings. I don't, I don't, I can't yep. say I, I've met him, but the point is if he had an opinion, he had an opinion, right? And it's fine if you disagree with it like that, but that's also it's kind of what the sport wants, right? Like you go on any forum or after any show and look at those comments. Some of those comments are like, Oh, you know, so-and-so one, he's honest. And then it's also like, uh, and then it's also like you got people that are like, oh, this is fixed. Every year it's the same thing. You go to like the Olympia or the mm-hmm. Arnold. Oh, it's fixed. Oh, it's, it's, the fix is in. But it's politics. It, yeah, it's politics. Mm-hmm. It's this and that. And it's like, dude, it's subjective, right? Is that the word? Is that the word I'm looking for? <laughs> yeah, I think so yes. too. I mean, look, and I'm sure, and that's the other thing. You know, there are times where you, you kind of overstep and then you can say, ah, oh, my bad. But at the same time, if he if believes it, if he believes that, the guy didn't show up in shape. Fine. Uh, but the guy won, right? So. Oh, okay. For, forget it. I thought it was a, um, I got you, Roger. See, I thought it was some sort of a, like an anabolic or something like that. I don't know. Like that's sometimes people throw out these, these terms and I'm like, eh. but yeah, I do know what SSRI is now. <laughs> like if I thought about it. Yeah, exactly. He's passionate, right? So he's got something to say and it's, it just is a shame now, man. I mean, but I don't know. But there's, I don't know. I just don't get it. It's also, isn't that part of the game sometimes? Like some people talk, track talk, trash talk, right? Didn't Nathan Dash it? Wasn't he like a hard, like big time trash talker? And he would always say things, but he was also just saying what was on his mind, right? So is that a bad thing? I don't know. Plus it's, that's his personality. And I always felt that, you know, it, it was hard when we were, doing flex as a standalone because we wanted to, you know, it was also sometimes I felt as though it was like, you know, forcing something like trying to force personalities. But really what I was, what I was wanting to do was just kind of find out who these people were, but then they would be like, Hey, let's do this, you know, or whatever they would, they would go do these promos. And it's like, these guys aren't, they're not, actors are not going to sit there and try to like rehearse something or, you know, so do you know what I'm talking about, Mike? When they would, when they would kind of come up with those like promo plans back in the day at, at, uh, for like the Olympia and things like that, like just a promo, like they try to get people to trash talk and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. When they did during like meet the Olympians and stuff like that, press conferences. Yeah. Well, they wanted it to become like a WWE, um, MMA, type deal where you have a heel and you have a hero and all right. that stuff. And so this is what I, I remember being in a, in a, I remember being in a 
meeting one time about this and they were talking about that. And I just said, well, like WWE is, is scripted. It's all choreographed. So that's all mapped out. Like these are, this is people's lives. Like they may not really want to, or care enough to, um, trash talk. They might just want to be like focused on themselves. You know, what's, why is that such a bad thing? But, and they're not fighting. They're going on stage and posing. Right. Exactly. It's not like a, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what did you say? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Work was so intense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, trash talking done right makes you want to watch whatever it is you're trash talking about. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to look this up. A bunch of uh, back slap and say, Hey, great job. You look great. No, you look better. No, you look really good. Yeah. No, no, no. nobody wants to see that. And again, this is all like personality. If you want to, if you want to create characters, this seems to be a good way to do it. But it's also like, who wants to be themselves now? When now, now I can't even fucking go out and do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, who wants to even be bothered with it? Like, you can't talk. Uh, you can't give an opinion, even if it's an unpopular one. So what? Like, you have to agree with everybody. I don't know. So stupid. Yeah, it's a bummer. Like again, I don't even know what he said. So hopefully he didn't say anything like hopefully it wasn't like anything horrendous. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, that was great. But the point being, if he was asked an opinion and he gave it, that's his and he owns it, right? Doesn't mean he's a terrible person because he just thinks differently. But you know, I don't know. Like how many how many times have you seen this though? Like people wearing a a different jersey at a football game and get the shit kicked out of them. You know, That's, like, I don't go anymore. No, I've I'm not seen too go. many fights. It's like you fought someone and, and wound up in jail because they're wearing an Eagles jersey and you're a Giants fan. Yeah. It's the craziest shit I've ever heard. It's like the one time I remember being like insanely confident at uh, we were at Yankee Stadium in the in the, the bleachers and I was there with um, this guy Steve Mako who is like a pretty pretty good wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. I mean like amateur wrestler. So he went to, I, f- I forget where he went, but he real, was, you know, wrestling. yeah, pre- yeah. You think he was in, in Olymp in the Olympics and everything. So yeah, that was the time I felt like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> I didn't, but like, I felt pretty confident, but, um, that was it. Yeah, you're right. Honest John, right? Like there is a line, but, but is what? What he said did it cross the line? Because I still don't know what it is, and I haven't looked it up. But if if he's giving an opinion, like an opinion on somebody, and he said like you know he barely squeaked by, or he kind of didn't, you know, I thought he looked better, or somebody he'll never beat so and so. Okay, like people say that all the time. Look at look at any like even basketball. Still, people are comparing people to Michael Jordan, LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or, you know, whatever, like who's the best. Uh, then you got Shaq telling people that, uh, you know, I'll punch Scottie Pippen in the face if he says that he's better than Michael Jordan. So it's like, okay, like that's his opinion. <laughs> so was the winner of this actually offended by what Ian said or no? Do we even know that? I don't know. Well, the, the, I guess the, the folks in attendance were, you know, but uh, I don't know, man. Honest John didn't tell us. All right. What up, Daryl? Join Team up, Muscle and Fitness. All right. Cool. Give a team? What's that? Give a team? This is it. Oh. <laughs> Classy, isn't it? 
Jeff, isn't this fun? Aren't you glad that you decided to join us today? No, no, keep going, keep going. Don't. I'm enjoying this. Okay. These are uh, fun. Yeah, I like no, it. I, look, I dig it too, and I'm I'm glad that we got people uh, chiming in, and I'm glad uh, even when it's they're telling me that they want me to move on, and they're telling me that uh, you know, they don't agree with what's fine. It's who cares? Fine. Like <laughs> we we don't have to agree on everything. Like but, you know, it's also like this helps. This helps me, and I think ultimately helps us gain a better insight of who we're catering to because we don't just, you know, we do try to put out a product that, you know, reaches a vast audience. And to do that, sure, you could just pound away on SEO and just do do like the the content farm way. But honestly, I've done that, and it, it sucks. It's soul-sucking. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I don't have to now, which is nice because – it's just a different setup here with JW Media. They're not too, they're not as concerned. I mean, at previous places, it was like the output was insane. Like the amount we were putting out with the team that we had that was also doing print as well as digital and social, it was just, I can't believe it was done, you know? But it was also like finding ways to, to cheat the system, you know? How could we alter, how could we repurpose this gallery or like do this or get a new picture here and just change the headline? And it just kind of, it just, I don't know. That wasn't what I got into this for. You know, I wanted to actually have discussions, you know, like this. I thought I wasn't planning on talking about this today uh, at all, but I'm glad that we did. And it's, you know, look, this same thing happened to Sean Ray, you know, he, but I understand that people got super upset with him. He said something that was inaccurate and people, got really angry and sent him death threats and they were sending other folks death threats. And it's like, really? Like, really? Sheesh, man. You know, what's funny about that is like, then he apologizes and this happens with a lot of celebrities and people who apologize for saying something. And people jumped on him and said, well, you're only apologizing because everybody yelled at you for what you said. And I'm thinking like, isn't that when you usually apologize? You're like, you don't know that you hurt someone's feelings unless they tell you. Right. And you apologize. Exactly. So, but the other part of it was, yeah, it's like, you know what? He even said, he was like, you know, I was looking at it more analytically and I wasn't really being compassionate. And he's like, it's just I've dealt with this so many times with so many people. And it kind of, you know, I get what he's saying. It's just be, you can't almost become numb to it. And it's you're just trying to figure out why. Or, but you know, I'm not giving the guy any excuses. He apologized for what he said from what I, I mean, from what I recall, uh, I thought he did. And yeah, but it was just a bummer, man, that like everybody's like, you can't even have like a civil discussion with it. It's got to be about like, I don't know. People are nuts. It's also like they have, everybody has access to everybody, right? Like they could just flood his Instagram or Facebook or whatever, all these. And, and that's, first of all, posting it publicly is probably not a smart idea but even like a dm is bad like you I mean that's that can get that you is. in trouble i don't know i don't think i've ever i don't even sometimes you know i can't even write it's hard enough for me to write anything um social media wise because i second third guess it so i can't even you know even when i'm writing like uh i don't know i just wouldn't bother whatever who cares <laughs> maybe Maybe I need to care about more things. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what it is too. Like you write something and it's opinion, and then a week later you no longer have that opinion, but now that post is out there. 
Yeah. And lives forever. Yeah. Well, that's dude, why I post man. squirrels, man. Yeah, that squirrel. That is a real controversial squirrel. I got to tell you, I think that um, you're going to get in trouble with that. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing, same thing, right? When you see people, you know, whether they're trying to be comedic or whatever, and they post, or like, you look, know, if they're posting something like racist or, you know, anti Semitic or whatever, I don't know. If you're past the age of uh, reason, then, you know, the hammer should get dropped on you. Like, you should just yeah. be called out for that. But at the same time, you know, if that's the way they think, that's the way they think. Doesn't mean I have to support them, but like if other people want to, hey, that's that's your that's your call, man. And it's the same with like with, with with Ian, like dude wants to talk about other folks uh, on stage. He's earned that. He's he's up there, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm way off here. Okay. Well, look, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm right there with you. So you said you're going to do dry January. Yeah, I'm doing dry January. So dry, no alcohol, no anything else? Um, Full or just alcohol? Uh, I'm definitely not going to drink alcohol. Uh, well, so you're talking about like uh, marijuana or something like that? Yeah. You're talking about yeah. meth? <laughs> Both. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess it, de- it depends. Like, uh, I just don't want to drink. I want to just, well, I, I really want, I kind of want to just rid my body of toxins. Like I kind of want to do completely mm-hmm. like nothing, you know what I mean? Like just be like green drinks, uh, water, train my ass off and just kind of reset. And I'm hoping I can mm-hmm. build sustainable habits through that month that maybe will carry me over into, you know, in, in through the winter and into the spring. Real um, life. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but it's also like, you know, I want to, but yeah, I'm definitely doing it. I, I want to be less inflamed. This is a time of year where I definitely don't, I definitely will drink more this time of year because of, even though they're not as frequent and they're certainly not as large, but any type of gatherings or, you know, like my daughter just had a birthday party. Um, I got friends coming from out of town uh, from, I think they're in Chicago or San Francisco. I don't even know. But, you know, like he asked me what I'm doing for New Year's and I'm like, couch tour? He's like, what's that? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like it's, I'll probably get fish uh, pay-per-view and watch it on my couch. <laughs> like I'm not going out anywhere. Like, you know, I'm not, that, that part of me is probably done for a while, but uh yeah, that that's it, man. I don't want to. Uh, I just want to use, you know, January to start making, like making an impact. And I, I I looked today at another shed. I took my wife out there, and that actually brings up another topic that I wanted to cover. Was so, this is a big study that talked about what people, like what motivates people to go back to the gym and stick with it. And I guess it was emails, texts, and small cash rewards were shown to help, but. Uh, you know, down here, I believe they called it, yeah, plan, remind, reward. Like, that's the model. So that really was a big help. The results were published in Nature, which is Jeff's favorite publication. And um, Sweet. So that was kind of kind of, kind of cool, right? Like, because so many people make these resolutions, right? Whether it's to lose weight or to whatever, lift more, <laughs> you know, PR or whatever. And they end up giving up on it. 
So maybe this is the way to do it. I've, although I've, you know, and here's the thing. I've never tried any of these. Like I've never done emails, texts, or certainly no one's given me any cash. So, I, well, I think, you know, this speaks to a different person. This isn't the muscle and fitness audience or any of us three, because we, I'm assuming you guys both enjoy training. Yeah. I think it's just a habit you've picked up. You have to train. You feel like garbage if you don't. Yeah. A lot of people aren't that way. They hate it. And I think a, the problem is maybe they're not training the way that suits them best or they're not having an enjoyable workout. Yeah. Or here's that's the thing, right? Biggest. What's that? No, because that's probably the biggest thing. They're doing something they don't like doing. Right. Therefore, why would you want to continue it? But do you think it's because they're buying into – say you don't like to – say somebody doesn't like to lift weights, but they think that's what they have to do. So they kind of force themselves to do it for a while. It makes sense mm. to, to go, but then eventually you're going you're gonna to burn out from that because you're not going to be having yep. any fun. Do you think that that's yeah. part of the problem? Yeah. When yeah. like you don't have to build that, your, your whole routine around that. It should be a part of it. Resistance training mm-hmm. is huge, but you could just like, seriously, if you're just trying to get, if you're just trying to get in shape or trying to feel healthier, you don't have to train every single day. I like to train every day because I like to train. I enjoy it. It's a stress relief. But mm-hmm. if you don't take a walk, like just walk yep. 15 minutes. I think continuously a study I read recently was shown to have a huge impact. Just walk. It's not what I want to do. That sounds like torture, but I'd rather go train and then knock out, you know, a few hundred burpees just to see if I could do it or whatever. But some people, you're right. They need that. They need something. And but that's, here's the other thing about this, right? So how do you, how do you even get <laughs> this? What, this one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, how do you even get um, to, to, to have this happen? Like, who's going to email you? Like, if I were like, hey, Mike, email me every day, you'd be like, eat shit. So like, <laughs> well, it might be classes you could sign up for um, that have, you know, promos or a workout of the day type email. Yeah, they're supposed to follow along with the cash. I don't understand, but I think that was a, wasn't that a thing a couple of years ago where they were they were incentivizing people to work out through cash. It was like an it was an app that came out. I don't know. What Do you guys go, remember that? They you can earn money through. Workouts. I remember uh, vaguely. I remember, but don't look at yeah. details up. No, I don't remember. They're probably that. not around anymore. No, they're probably living on the side of the road. Oh, somebody has an email. You know, the other thing, Jeff, I was just going through some, so I have an old desktop and I'm going through it and I found that video when you were with Flex Lewis at that like boot camp or whatever that like, oh no, yeah, I found it. No. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. Do you have it? Do you have it? I don't have it up. I I, I don't have it up. It's on another computer, but I I will transfer it. But I remember it was pretty funny. Yeah, but I just remember, you know, Flex being like, not not wanting to do to do a long workout, and he mentioned to me, he's like, I don't want to be doing a boot camp, and I'm like, so d- just do it for two seconds. We'll get a couple, we'll get some footage, and then that's stop. what he did it for two seconds, and then walked out. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. He's he's awesome, by the way. Uh, did you get to hang with him? Yeah, he's he's such a cool yeah, dude. Flex Flex Lewis is like just uh, one of the best dudes, man. Really really just a nice guy. Yeah, his wife too. Like his whole family is just real sweet. Like they're really cool people. 
And trust me, I definitely want to check their gym. I love to check their gym if I ever get to Vegas again. That thing looks like I went to the one in. I went to the one in Florida. It was great. Uh, that's where we shot Roman Reigns, and um, really cool, really awesome. But uh, yeah, I'm sure the Vegas one is just as cool. Why? How, why did he move there? Was it just? Uh, do you know? I don't know. <sighs> I feel like a lot of people in the industry move to Vegas. Probably tax taxes, tax things. Yeah, Florida too, right? Like Florida is another one because hey, the weather. But I think that taxes are a little bit more agreeable. Yeah. I think it's Florida, Texas, Nevada. So Jeff, with your jujitsu, what kind of have you had to change how you train? Have you had to train differently because either because of injury? Right now, I'm basically starting from the ground up again. I. If I just go a 12 week or whatever, I want to go 12 weeks of lifting and jujitsu, but by week three, something is going to hurt with no rhyme or reason, whether it be a leg, whether it be a shoulder. So it's like, I really can't stick, I couldn't stick to anything just because of the pain and just the, uh, the tightness. So I'm just right now, just starting from the ground up. Like I've never lifted before. Wow. Like starting a squat from just basically body weights to maybe a bar on my back, which I'm very, very light and just working my way back to basic strength because it really really took a lot out of me mentally does that bother you does it or did it did it at first i think it hurt it bothered me when i couldn't put a a bar on my shoulder because my arms are so lacking mobility and tightness and just pain so it's like just starting over again just the pt the stretching and everything else before even get into the lifting yeah just like it's like now it's like later on the list of things that i need to do where once it was like just the only thing I did. Now it's like, yeah. if I get it done, I get it done. I had my labrum repaired and my bicep repaired at the same time once. Um, I think it was around 06. And I got it done in the spring because I wanted to have some time to recover and then train because I wanted to go to football camp in the fall. And, dude, so I was out of commission for like, few months you know what I mean I couldn't couldn't do anything and my arm was strapped to my side for a while and muscle just like I shedded it just was off and so and it was really like difficult to go back into the gym mentally and try you know because it's like in my head I, I could I could do whatever I want I could, I could lift way more than this but yet I pick it up and it's like I'm, I have like no no control no nothing it just was weird and then of course I go to school and uh, I go see somebody, and they go, "Man, you're so small." <laughs> oh Jesus! Like, I was like, "Thank you, thanks, thanks a lot." <laughs> cool, awesome. So that was, I was like, "Well, eh, what can you do?" Well, you bounce back from it, though, right? Yeah, but I never, get, I never. Well, so I lost about two inches of mobility in my my right shoulder. So when I when I lie down. This still pops up, and I mean, I've tried. Okay. I've, I've gone and done everything I can. And it also is, I, I trained for two years with that injury. So I was still, in fact, I, I lifted heaviest, the heaviest I ever did uh, in certain lifts. There are some lifts that I really couldn't put a lot of, like I couldn't put a lot of weight on a squat because it would just put, I, I, could, I, could base, I could basically do around, like once I started hitting like 315 is when it would be like, intolerable 
So I would probably mm-hmm. just stick with like the 275. Like I would just rep that out for squats. Um, incline bench, it, it was like, it didn't hurt at all. So I just inclined a ton. And, uh, but then, yeah, afterwards, I never was able to quite regain that. And it's fine, but I still feel it. Like I still have some tightness. Right. But what can you do? Whatever. Good times. Yeah, time, time of our lives. <laughs> what else? What else? Anybody else uh, have something to say? We, we hit the hour mark. So that's pretty cool. We did have, we had some people coming in and then commenting, and now we got nada. Just us. Just us, literally. But, hey, that's all right. Next time we'll, uh, we'll try to just be less awful. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, we'll wrap this up. This is good for Friday. Um, yep. Uh, I'm going to get to work. I got to cut some stuff. All right. From unedited. Merry Christmas early. Merry Christmas early to you. Merry Christmas unedited. <laughs> Merry Christmas early, dude. Yeah, Merry Christmas early. Did you? Oh, oh, there was actually. Okay, there is one thing because uh, I thought it was just too cool. Let me just pull it up really quick. Oh, thanks. Well, I don't even know who you are, but the fact that uh, you're polite to us is amazing. So, oh, let me show you this one awesome. cool thing. It's um, I gotta find it quickly on my phone, but it's like if I were gonna get a. Like, if someone were going to get me a gift, like, not on here, but, like, from my wife or somebody that was, like, training-related, I kind of want it to be uh, this right here. I'm going to pull it up two seconds. Here we go. So, maybe, look, maybe I'm, uh, maybe you guys have seen this a million times. I didn't. So, it's, like, basically, you stick this thing. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, right? Like it, you, it goes in the pin. So you know how like, I don't know if you used to do this, but I did. I used to have to like put on the actual tiny little scrawny pin that they got in there and it would break mm-hmm. it a lot. So this takes care of that. And I'm sure there's other ones. I actually looked it up to see how many there are. There's a bunch, but this is really cool. Uh, I feel like you're, I feel like now we're getting into the territory of, are you just being silly? unedited yeah maybe we are maybe uh, we are inspiring the world the only the the downfall to, or potential downfall to that is if that the machine isn't rated for that much weight right and you snap the cable well that could be a problem right that's problematic yeah. but i mean i don't know i still think it's otherwise cool. it's it's pretty cool but i yeah. would i would still try it yeah me too <laughs> or i would give it to somebody else to try and just kind of monitor how how well they do, but I just thought that was a really cool idea. I saw that. Um, I don't even think it was on a gift guide. I just ran into it and I thought it was just really cool. I don't have, I don't have this type of a tower. Like I don't have a, I don't have that. So do you have a pull down machine? Hey, all right, man. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Jamie. Uh, no, I don't. You do. Don't you, you have a pull down machine in your garage. It doesn't have the stack of weight though. It has, um, I put, the the Olympic barbells on it. Okay. I mean, part of me was like, was thinking about like going, cause there's a bunch of on Facebook marketplace, there's a bunch of gyms that are, you know, either going out of business or whatever. They're selling a ton of stuff. And I did see some really cool things, like some hammer strength stuff that I would love to have. Hmm. Like 
that would be really cool. At the same time, though, I'm like, okay, I got to think that about That shit takes a lot of space. That's the thing. I got to think about space, and I got to think about how, like, what, how often am I going to use it enough to, to justify having to probably either take it apart or load it straight on, like, out to rent a truck because uh, mm-hmm. my kid-toting SUV ain't going to cut it, you know? <laughs> so it's uh, – yeah, I don't know, man. I just thought this was a pretty cool thing. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't have a. Uh... All right, P to you too, man. Or pay. Um, Jeff, you you live in an apartment, right? And so in Manhattan, in Lower Manhattan, and yeah, do you have a lot of stuff in there? Like a lot of training stuff in there. I do, and it's a pain in the ass to keep bringing out. Hey, and... what's up? What's up? Okan, Okan, what do you think, Mike? Ann or on? Oh, Okan. Okan, okay, we're going Okan. Unless, uh, okay. Um, so, okay, you just said it got a pain in the ass to start bringing the stuff up. Uh, yeah, when you're starting weights and benches and all that. I mean, so a lot of it's stored in the closet. Really, not a lot, not enough room where I'm at to just keep it out every day. Right, but... it's one of those things you got to keep pulling out, dragging out. That's a, I that's mean, a... we got it stacked up somewhere, but like I said, mats are okay, but we start bringing weights out, and then it's it's a little tedious, so it's a little challenging, but at the same time, it's there is a convenience factor to it, too, where I don't have to keep running to a gym. I can still do everything here, just a little, Okay. like I said, not as smooth as most other places. Yeah, but you still, uh, but that's the thing, man. It's, you still have at least, you have enough equipment to get some, and that's the other thing, right? you really don't need as much as you think, you know, there's all these toys and I love that. And, but you don't really need them. Like, you know, for a while I just was using, when I was living in an apartment, I didn't have a lot of that stuff. Um, I had a couple kettlebells, adjustable dumbbells and some bands. That was it. Uh, I was, I'm glad that I have more now, but it's just options. It's just variety. But I was also going to a gym then. I'm not going to one now because I've used, I was able to, to use the pandemic to kind of create my own space. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I want to keep, you know, I really would, I really would like to get a, uh, it would be cool if I was able to get something like that though. Get that pin. <laughs> I'm trying to think what, I use that, what I would use that pin for, but I really don't have any oh. use for it at the moment because I can't really rack any anything at the moment. So it's, I could probably, um, Oh, that's very kind. Yeah. I, I've never been to Turkey. I'd like to go to Turkey. I want to go. I heard it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I've heard too. And that would be fantastic. Um, let's see, what can I rack nowadays? Not pull downs. That's for sure. But, uh, maybe some, maybe some, 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 Rose, maybe. I think I could for the rose. I think I'm pretty good on that. But other than that, nah, not even like, not even tricep push downs at this point. Because I haven't done it in so long. I've only been using bands because I don't have anything to push down on. Oh, well, very kind. Thanks, sir. Contact us too, man. Keep coming back. We've been doing these uh, fairly regularly. Um, every best practice I've ignored, which is not good. But uh, I'm trying to break <laughs> myself out of that. <laughs> I'm trying to get into a rhythm here and trying to come up with a system that uh, allows us to do some segments, talk about some news, do some other stuffs. 
But yeah, I don't know. I got, here's the other thing. I, I was looking the other day. I was looking, taking inventory about what all the stuff I, I have and don't use. And there's a ton of it. Yeah. And I'm just like, shoot. And it's not that I want to get rid of it. I don't. But I'm like, why am I not using it? Is there one piece of equipment that you do have that you're so excited to get? And now you look at it and say, what am I, what's, what's the use of it now? I don't use it. Probably that mirror. I mean, I didn't really want it. You bought, you bought the mirror or you got, or they sent it to you? Yeah, it wasn't the, it was an, uh, a Nordic track one and it's fine. Look, it's cool. I get it. Like, but it was really something I wanted to just try out because I wanted to be able to talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just not something. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't make that for you. No, no, that's they for didn't. like a banker in New York City. Right, and then that's the thing. It's it, there's. I can see a lot of use for it, especially the vault. I think there is use for that because you can store a lot of stuff in there, especially if you're in a confined space or a small space. It's mm-hmm. smart, and they also have the the screen uh, on the device to where you can do follow along workouts of all any type you want. If you are an iFit member, the thing is, it's like my wife. Bought Beachbody uh, subscription, so that renews. If I ever really wanted to, I would just watch it on my Roku, not on a small screen on a on a mirror. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's cool, but it's kind of like just what you said, just like that, the goal sharing or whatever that that thing was. The 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 emails and texts wasn't for me. That I'm not the right. consumer, but I did want to have hands on experience to talk about it, and I do see the benefit of it for specific people. But then again, you're gonna think about how much. Then there's there then there's the the subscription right the iFit subscription I think it's like what is it a hundred or two hundred bucks a year, not that that's bad but, the, you know the idea is it's it's not just a three thousand dollar device it's like there's more to it so yeah I'm just and I'm also just not into uh, uh awesome all right um very cool where you know I'm also not super into connected devices. I think, you know, I use the aura ring. Obviously I use, uh, I got a watch that I, I, and I, I do use that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I've even like the, I've never done one of those connected bike rides. Um, I've not done that. I don't really care to, and I do enjoy Like when I go to swerve or when I did go to swerve fitness in Manhattan, that was fun. Did you ever go Jeff or no? Never did swerve, no. Oh, I invited you, and I think you did, you, you you ghosted me, you stood me up, but uh, it's fine. Who cares? Yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, I just probably. I don't know. I, I think it's just maybe I'm just uh, maybe I'm just old school like that. You know, I'd rather grab, I'd rather give me a bar or some kettlebells, and I'm I'll find it'll be easy. You know what I mean? I could find something to do. I don't even need that much weight to do it. Like it's better when you I can diversify. But for a while, I only had thirty pounds like 30 pound dumbbells. So I had to figure out how to make something difficult, how to make it challenging with that. Uh, And that was part of the fun, I guess. And maybe that's just me being nerdy, but I dug that, you know, I liked, it was a challenge. So yeah, but there's also stuff that I, I, like I have my trap bar and I'm so hopeful that the uh, other trap bar is going to come. That would be sick. But look, that's, that was a great pickup. Uh, the problem is, I'm uh, right now. I'm training my my basement is predominantly that holds all my equipment. The ceilings are so damn low that changing stuff becomes problematic. As as weird as that sounds, changing weights out and stuff like that can be kind of annoying. Like I couldn't even bring like a the rack won't fit down there, but 
where would I stash everything? So what would I like? I'm, I don't even want to keep my plates there. So that's why I'm, uh, yeah. it's, it's, so it's tough. And I also have a, I have a, um, uh, a tread, a treadmill, a non, uh, what's it called? Like a non-motorized treadmill, like a self-propelling treadmill or whatever. And, um, it's, I can't use it because I have nowhere to put it. Cause if I put it up now and used it, I would smash my head on the ceiling. <laughs> so or I have to run like this and it would just be like the worst. So there are stuff, there is stuff that I have. And then here's the thing, when you move past it, you know, don't think about it. You know, it's probably covered in dust now. And yeah, yeah but I, I would love to use it, but it's just not going to happen anytime soon. I, don't, I even, th- there was a time where I got a contractor to come over and I'm like, if you think I could just knock out the, the ceiling here and uh, maybe just create like a, a, like a little hood. And he's just like, what are you nuts? I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> He's like, dude, the basement collapses. Yeah, he's like, you're calling. That's your living room. He's like, you'd have a hole. I'm like, no. I'm like, what part? Like, what? Like, what part of the living room? I don't go in the whole thing. I'm like, I could put it behind the couch. <laughs> but yeah, I. Uh, so I'm trying to figure that part out. But the point is, it's like I do have all this stuff, and it's great. I'm glad I do because for a long time I didn't. But I don't need it, and I realize that. And I think that that sometimes is what people do. They overcomplicate this stuff, right? You. First of all, like if you can't do a bodyweight squat, don't worry about loading plates on a bar. <laughs> like start there. If you can't move, you can't bend and touch mm-hmm. your toes, dude, just start walking, man. Just get mobile. But yeah, it's, I don't know. But there's also, and I talked to, you know, Don Saladino about this a lot because he was like, you know, when he was telling me when he was younger and he started coaching, he would always be like, oh, you know, don't do that. And that's not what you do. You shouldn't use bands. This. And he's like, now I realize that just getting people to be consistent is difficult and trying to work with them to be consistent is like sometimes one of the most hard, one of the most difficult parts of my job. And once they get on that, it's, it's good. So if they want to use bands, so what, <laughs> who cares? Like use them. If you're going to, if you're going to use so them. resistance. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and I get it, but it's also all, all specific, right? Like if you want to, be a power lifter, probably not going to be using a ton of bands other than warming up. Maybe you're loosening up, you know, you're not going to, or you're going to be or a strong them to the weights. Yeah. You're not going to live an Atlas stone by uh, just pulling a band up and down <laughs> <laughs> or doing some triceps extensions with it or some, uh, I don't know, just, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but thanks a lot, Jeff. You got me on a tangent. <laughs> when do we do a little again? That means Jeff wants to get out of here. <laughs> all right. Um, all righty. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for, uh, thanks for popping in, man. Um, okay. When are we doing this again? Whatever. No. Um, so I'm, I'm gone in for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Clearly today's Friday. So that already went out the window, but um, that's the goal. But I'm, I think from now on, if I have enough, to get some conversations going, I'm just going to see who's around and start to, I'm going to aim for around noon and see how that works. That's been kind of a decent time. It allows me to get some stuff done initially, um, mm-hmm. brush up, get some research done and then be able to have some stuff we can pull up. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If anybody else, if anybody has a topic that they want us to cover or they think would be cool or there's a story or there's a something, Dude, send it in. Put it in the comments. Uh, send it to Jeff. Just go to his door. Uh, ring the doorbell. <laughs> late at night, preferably. And uh, look, that's 
you know, that's part of it. We want to hear from you. And yeah, we're going to talk about as pretty much anything involving fitness, bodybuilding, health, wellness. So we'll try to cover as much as we can. It's not just going to be one topic. And if that bothers you, sorry. So, all right. You guys have a fantastic weekend. And uh, everyone have a good weekend look, out there. Thanks, guys. Yeah. 